Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and joining me today is TJ. Oh, hello. I'm first today. It's TJ. Hey. I knew you were going to do that. I, I just had a feeling. That's why I was like getting comfortable in my seat. Sorry, that's, You've the, been first, that's the order. Like, every, every episode. I'm first like maybe once a year. So this is it. This is the mm-hmm. this is that time. Mm-hmm. And Bill. Oh, hi, everyone. Oh, it's Bill. How's it going, man? It's going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So this is going to be uh, a little bit of a smaller episode. I'm expecting. I don't know. We're recording it right now. So we'll see but what no to less expect. Important. No, There's lots of lots of cool things to talk about. Just not a lot. Of yeah, things to talk this is about. just going to be a little bit of a catch up chat. Uh, yeah. We we had uh, it, we're at the end of convention season. We went to a couple ourselves and and wanted to sit back and talk a little bit about it. Uh, our last episode was a little frenzied, uh, recording offsite, which was an amazing episode. Uh, you know, the Invincible uh, comic books are back with Battle Beast, and it was a lot of fun to talk all about that with uh, a friend of the show, Wyatt Lane. So if you haven't checked out our last episode, be sure to check that one out. That was a, a very fun one. Um, but if you mm-hmm, wanted to be mm-hmm. uh, part of the show, you can email us, send suggestions or thoughts. Like we've got a couple emails from listeners uh, coming up in the show. You can email us at uh, the invincible podcast at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you know, Spotify, all that good stuff. Um, you Head can, over to YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Hey, help us get our name out there, you know? Uh, yeah, like and share. I actually I think mean, we're video now. We've been video for a little over a year now. Yep. I think this episode is actually going to be a, a worthwhile one, especially because we're going to be talking about a lot of things that we saw and did um, over the conventions uh, that we went to. And, you know, I'd like to put some pictures on there. So check oh, out the YouTube fun. version. There'll be some photos of things that we're talking about. Um, Neat. You know, neat. Uh, neat. Check out the website as well. That's the invinciblepodcast.com where we have all the episodes listed, videos, you know, a little bit easier to find everything. Um, we actually haven't talked about this in a while, but, you know, with TJ mentioning subscribing on YouTube, uh, go give us a review over on iTunes because that actually helps us out a good amount when it comes to being discover, you know, discoverable over on YouTube. If somebody types in invincible into iTunes or podcasts or whatever, um, they get like motivational podcasts sometimes and things like that. But to make it so that we're more likely to be seen, um, uh, the uh, reviews go into account. And I'm going to read just the most recent two because we haven't read them in a while. And I don't know if we ever read these ones. So hmm. first it's like a year old. How it's old a, are it's these? about it says about a year. So I don't okay. know if it breaks it down into anything closer than that, if it's more than a couple months. Uh, here's one uh, called Fantastic Show by Eric with like a million C's. Uh, great discussion, fun banter among the hosts, and a brilliant topic. I started listening around the time the animated series premiered after being a fan of the comics for over a decade, and I got caught up with all the episodes in a couple of months. Always looking forward to new episodes. Love, me. Um, not me, that would be Eric. Uh, uh, mm. Here's one from T. Thanks, Green. man. Uh, I found these guys after watching season one of Invincible, and I was immediately hooked by their love for the comic. However, I didn't want to listen much because of spoilers. Now I'm reading the whole series and listening to the new reader series as I move through it. God damn it. That's why you wanted to read these. (laughs) Hey, this is the most recent one. Thanks to them, I took the step needed to get to know more about my new favorite superhero. Hell yeah. Shout out to the new reader series. If you are uh, worried about spoilers, because we do, in fact, spoil the comic on this show, we're talking openly about both the uh, animated series and all 
issues of the comic book. Um, Who put in that, uh, did, did it say a name? That was T Green underscore 15. I wonder if that's the same. I remember somebody emailed us and said something similar where they well, were we list, do get reading that a and lot, listening. A lot, listening a lot. But it, like just, we just read that really? not too long ago. But um, they said that they were listening to the. Uh, you know, to be fair, was, to be fair, when we started the podcast, mm-hmm. our episodes were new reader episodes too, to be fair. It is true. It is true. So uh, there is a point, and I say it when we get to that point in the new readers, that you can go back and listen to like, our issue 136 review, issue 137. We actually do it by issue, and that's when, yeah. you know, back when the there were new issues. Did we meet T. Green? No. He's the one that said it when we were in Chicago, which we'll get to. We'll get to all that. Yeah. We we'll met see. a guy who said that he was listening to the new readers. Uh, Ray? That was it Ray. Was his, oh, yeah, maybe it was. No, it was his girlfriend, I think. No, it no, was, that um, was Chris and Chris Gina. Wise. Yeah, yeah, Chris Wise. Yeah, Chris Wise and that's Gina. It. I'm not good with names. <laughs> it's okay. No, more we'll on that more on that soon. But no, there's a lot of new reader love. If you're jumping into the comics for the first time, go check out our new reader episodes. Read along with Bill's wife, Liz, and our friend, Brittany, as they discover Invincible for the first time. And then once you're all caught up, you don't have to worry about spoilers. You can come in, chat with us, ask us questions. Um, and uh, I mean, we also do a read along. And we we're, we're, we're also kind of yes. cool. However, the, the reread that we did was from the perspective of people who have finished the series. So we do mm-hmm. spoil it. Yeah, that was the whole point of that version. I understand Speaking the of, appeal of the new reader episodes, yeah. especially because I'm sorry, TJ, especially because it's from the perspective of women. And that's not the norm yeah. when it comes to comic books. And they have really fantastic discussions. Mm-hmm. I don't often talk good about the new reader series, but, you know, they're, they're, they're worth going back to and yeah. checking them out. TJ and I have been talking about how we really uh, are starting to feel the itch. Feel I'm the itch feeling to the read itch again. To, to read again. To do another reread of Invincible. Do we need to do it I don't on the podcast? I think so. <laughs> However, you know. Again on the podcast. We're just going to do the, the re 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 readers. <laughs> um, no, uh, no significant Invincible news this week. So we're skipping over news. Last month on that episode with white lane, there was a ton of invincible related news about the new figures and the comic and everything like that. Mm. Um, so go check that out if you're interested in that, but we do have a couple emails that I wanted to touch on before we get into Mm. our main topic. First up, we have one from our friend, Jacob, Jacob Goodhart. He says, dear invincible podcast, I love to see that we're going to apparently continue the story of Invincible with the Battle Bee series. I admit I was expecting something about season two of Invincible from Comic-Con this year and was a little sad there wasn't any news that I saw, but that doesn't make me any less excited for when the show will come back. I also have begun picking up Kirkman's newest comic, Firepower, with the first book that I picked up after moving uh, with my family to a new house. Oh, congrats. Mm. Uh, My question for the show, what is your favorite era for Invincible? Part of what I love about the comic is that Mark and the world that he lives in are allowed to grow and change unlike regular superhero comics that editorial will try and reset back to a status quo, glares at the latest Spider-Man run, and render the prior stories somewhat null. But for Mark, it's a pretty natural progression. Personally, I love the brief time seeing Mark on Telesquia with Eve and baby Tara, and I'd love to see more of Mark and Eve trying to live a domestic life on an alien planet while Mark becomes a more galactic hero by working with the Coalition of Planets. Look forward to the next episode, Jacob Goodhart. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have an answer off the top of your head? Favorite era uh, off, of Invincible? Off the top of my head, I would say right before 
the cosmic stuff started. Like me, no, I don't know, because I really like the stuff in space. I think I like the the Viltrumite War. So not mm. not the so when they like so that's like seventy five ish. Yeah, flew through the planet like, and Getting they got like their whole gang together yeah. like with space racer mm. and stuff like that. Like there was something really fun about that, and it changed the status quo of like. Who you were reading every single it month? It did, and it 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 had that era was like clearly defined lines because it was like mm-hmm. okay, Thrag is the bad guy. He's got you know Thula and you know all the General Craig and and so on, and then you've got uh, you know Thetis mm-hmm. and Alan and Battle Beast and the, like the good guys, and you've got these two very clear large opposing forces that are clashing. So that was that was pretty epic. I remember yeah. doing that. How about you, TJ? I mean, the when you're talking about an era of Invincible, I I gotta say, even though it's the, probably the conquest, the most the most popular, not just conquest, but also like a little before that, like from like fifty to sixty five ish. Yeah, right? before because, and and like right after. Like fifty is Cecil, and you know that that's that big reveal, and you know, um, Invincible's falling out with him, and then also the teases throughout. Mm-hmm. All of fifty of possibly Angstrom coming back. Also, Wolfman was mm-hmm. in the fifties. Yeah, fifty, um, dude. I mean, yes. so good. And then, and then issue sixty, obviously the Invincible War. And then, you know, my favorite character has a a big moment there, which I, there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then obviously Conquest. So yeah. that that whole era is just like when at the time where I was just the most in love with the yeah. and could not fucking wait for the next month to come out or the next issue to come out. Yeah. Honestly, I tried to pick something other than that because that's kind of, you know, I get it, but go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, like what TJ is saying, conquest itself that, you know, 60, was it 63 or something? And 62, like those like three issues over the course of, like an hour or whatever of of Mark's life is obviously a highlight. But with TJ, I mean, even like 51 to like 59, those like eight or nine issues, like in that gap, even not it even counting stop. 60 or 50. I love the black and blue suit, Mark. I love the, uh, the those issues that are in there, including the Wolfman one, Mark and Eve going on their date, like the issue that's all Kid 16 Omni- page panels, Kid, like... Kid Omni-Man, yeah, like... Yeah, the Mara twin stuff. Like... Yeah. That's that is one of my favorite areas. You're right. My first, yeah. my first. That's the that's in- the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot in Invincible, I think. And it, it's like that is like the prison uh, uh, era of, of Walking Dead for me. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> uh, like, like you know how like the prison era was like the best. Yeah. Like it had oh, yeah. all the best drama. Like the governor Woodbury. Like all the stuff that like you remember mm-hmm. about. Like that's the era of Invincible. That's just like the fucking sweet spot. But Invincible stayed really it, consistent. It didn't dip. Yeah, it stayed. No, really and and any like somewhat on. dips were far from that you know it was yeah. strong for a while after like we're talking oh 50 to 60 but up to 75 80 was amazing mm-hmm. um, i think i think conquest was just that 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 moment where people are like oh this shit really like is fucking crazy like there's tons of moments before that you have you know rex versus the lizard league you have uh um you know obviously uh angstrom levy you know there's like there's crazy moments before that mm-hmm. 
but conquest was just nonstop fucking craziness. And I feel like that's the the typical answer. Yeah. So, and I think it, it's okay that the, the non related to that era, <laughs> favorite era. I always love, you know, the Mark and Amber stuff, you know, the stuff with Africa and Eve and the will they, won't they, and the, you know, the love triangle stuff <laughs> and everything that was going on in that era, because that's also like something that I really love is the, 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 learning more about those loose threads that were that were brought up. So that was all around the area that we get the we get Titan coming back. We get answers about the sequids and and Shapesmith. And that was in that area era where it was like, okay, Invincible is going on for a while. We don't need to keep planting all these seeds and like leaving all these loose threads. We could start touching on them again. And that's when it's like, oh, this universe is just growing now instead of just like teasing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I also really look back fondly on that era too. Also, uh, even though it was three issues, shout out to Reboot because it's fun. That was really cool. And it was at the perfect time. A plethora of references. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even realize (laughs) I mentioned the Wolfman prison era, and it's like, Right there. If you're watching, if you're if you're not watching the audio episode, anytime we mention something, TJ just like points behind him. <laughs> points at that, to the original page. <laughs> at the original art. Um, so yeah, that was that was a good question, Jacob. Thank you very much. Um, we've got another email here. <clears throat> uh, hi guys. On your last episode, you talked about possible voices for the AI voice if the recent Battle Bee story was to become part of the animated series. At the beginning of the story, it should be Kelsey Grammer the actor that played Fraser on the TV show of the same name. <laughs> then, when the AI says it changed its voice to be more pleasing, it should then switch to the actor David Pierce, who played, played Fraser's brother, Niles. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. Love, Judd from Canada. Also, Steve is Powerplex. Mm. Thank you, Judd. I really like that. That's I think very that's funny. really good. That's, that's, that's really funny. funny. I can see it. I can, see I can it too. I think that'd be good. I, I know that... and. Just going to his last statement there. There's a lot of people thinking that, but and I, he I put Steve as powerplex in quotes. So yeah. I mean, I think he's saying it as a statement that is often said. Yeah. Or if he's like quoting, we have like, talked about it. Yeah. I I strongly I disagree, and I think I would be. I mean, it'd be funny if I was wrong, but I really do not think so. I I was actually thinking about powerplex in the show recently, and I feel like it, he needs. I don't think they will do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a human being behind you. Hello. Look at how cute she's being, like, trying to be quiet and stuff about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's still over here sneaking. You just can't see her. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, Remy. Um, you were I thinking feel about- like I, I, I don't think they're going to do this, but I, I kind of want Powerplex to have his, his own episode and it to just be – Gut wrenching and it'll just be like awful the, it'll be like the, sad. Like, like the comic, it'll literally. Oh, be just I like want it so. I want it so bad. I just don't think they're gonna do it. I don't know. I feel like there are so many other. Of... I feel, but at the same time, I feel like Rex Blode deserves his own. You know, um, he probably his own will. episode. He probably like, will. Just his I don't think there's there's other there's there's too many things that I if think deserve were, their own episode. I don't know if they're going to do them all. If it were 30 minute episodes, 20 episodes, like, you know, Avatar the last airbender style, absolutely hands down. We would get both yes, of those things. hundred percent. But hour long episodes, when you only get eight, as much as I love that powerplex issue and I yeah. love the Rexplode origin, there's no way we're getting that dedicated. The only reason why I want that is because 
Invincible showed that it can be emotional, but it's known as that crazy, like conquest, like bloody, bloody, mm-hmm. like craziness. And the Powerplex episode, I guess the Rex Boat episode too, but Powerplex, I would say, even is even more sad. It could really show their legs on how emotional they could be. Mm-hmm. The Powerplex episode is going to be um, paced and built like the Titan episode. Oh, yeah. Where Battle Beast came in. So it was like literally like 50-50 where it was yeah. a lot of time sp- spent with Titan, which it just just replaced Titan with with Powerplex. Yeah. And I think that's OK. I think that's enough. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. No, I think it has to at least be that. And it would be a nice little like switcheroo when you're like, oh, who is this guy? Like he wants to become a hero. Oh, all of a sudden he hates Mark. Why does he hate? Oh, because like his family was in the destruction of the city. So, yeah, they could they could really make it emotional, like you said, TJ. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. We're going to go now. Thank you, Judd. Uh, We're going to go now to our main topic of the show, which is just a a chat on our most recent convention trips that we went on, um, starting with our drive to Chicago. So if you didn't know, Bill, TJ, and I went to C2E2 this year. This was the last month. Um, We actually recorded the last episode from the hotel after we got there. The morning after we had arrived, we drove up uh, uh, the one day, um, got to Chicago pretty late, woke up, met up with uh, uh, Sound of the Invincible podcast, Wyatt Lane, and recorded our last episode of the podcast. It was all pretty fast and crazy. Um, As much as we have interacted with Wyatt over the years, it was the first time that we had ever actually like met him in person. Yeah. And you you never know how people are going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like he seems cool, but you never know, you know, Mm -hmm. we had a good time. It was good. It was good. We had a blast. This was, we had a a great time. This was one of the best vacations I have ever been on. Like we had, I mean, we've gone on trips. We've been friends for a long time. And it would be normal for us to, you know, get on each other's nerves a little bit. And we didn't at all. Like, we just had an absolute blast. It was just so much fun. We all got along so well, Wyatt included. Um, Bill and I in a car, just the two of us, nine hours there, nine hours back. And we survived. Where was I? We made it. We made it. Strapped to the roof. <laughs> just the two oh, of no, us. I just mean like me and me and Bill like always kind of want to kill each other. And, 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 I know. And it, was just, it. it was just kind of funny the way you put it. Yeah. Not to skip ahead, but we're talking about driving. So at one point, I was falling asleep in the back seat. Ryan was driving. <laughs> TJ was in the front seat. And Ryan put down on accident his, his, back his window. window. And the back passenger window at the same time, and it created this crazy vortex. And, and Ryan has a hatchback thing, and I thought the back had flown open because I was like asleep, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like I was so fucking mad at Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I, like you, you, like Ryan and Bill never, you guys never really like fight, fight, right? And. Me and Ryan started laughing, and you were legit <laughs> mad at that. You were like, what the fuck, Ryan? The you fuck? have no idea what that was I like. I was going to die. I, I know. Guys, that's listen, the thing is you were scared for your life in that <laughs> moment. You like were. Back to the car. Uh, which made it even more hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess if we're talking on the topic of driving, the drive went really well, really fast for the most part. I drove most of the way the first time, and then as soon as Bill took over, there was just – a streak of lightning as soon as he started driving in front of us. And then it just downpoured on Bill 
pretty much the entirety of the yeah, of his drive. Like second, four hours, the second, like four hours, three hours. Yeah, driver okay. seat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that was perfect. Um, but we went into actually downtown Lockport, which is about forty five minutes outside of Chicago, and we met there um, uh, the day. Uh, or so, like the day before C2E2 started, there was a uh, Radiant Black event. So if you didn't know, we're friends with Kyle Higgins, the uh, writer and creator of Radiant Black. He's put us into the comic book as uh, kind of counterpart characters to who we are in real life in a joking way. Um, and uh, in the comic book, we play as we, we, we are characters that run a news uh uh, show about the local superhero Radiant Black. And so this event that t- took place in Lockport, Illinois, uh, is had this weird, like, otherworldly, like, thing where the comic itself takes place in Lockport, Illinois, and our characters in the comic have appeared in Lockport, Illinois, and here we are doing an event as ourselves with other readers attending that know who we are from the comics and we're just walking around those wearing his you know cgn shirt and um all in all the event itself was really really awesome like it was it kind of blew our yeah. expectations away there, it was I mean, wild it so, was crazy how many people were there yeah like yeah. I, I remember so we were helping like set up a little bit in, in the one room i'm sure there will be pictures posted maybe right now or right now pictures. of the black light stuff um, but I remember the whole time we were thinking like, I wonder how many people are going to show up to this. Cause it's an hour outside of C2E2. Like how many people on a work like, day? Yeah. You know, on, it's a Thursday. A and I remember, so we, we had gone, we were there for like four hours, five hours. Cause we got there early afternoon, Help set stayed up there pretty bit. much all day, went back to the hotel, kind of got changed, got dressed. We're getting ready. We're, we're maybe eight. I think we, um, went we actually went to Portillo's to get some hot dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Which was, I mean, it was really good. We got yelled um, at because we tried to go inside, but it was a to-go place. Yeah, yeah, only yeah, to go. You can't walk in and get get it. You just you yeah. had to drive through. That was it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like I don't like vegetables on stuff like pizza, hot dogs, relish. I don't like that. And stuff, this has but it just everything. On when it. in Rome, yeah. When in Rome, mm-hmm. I ate it, and mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. It was a really great hot nice. dog. It was so good. I think, I think I ate three of them or two of them. Anyways, <laughs> there were a lot of hot dogs. So, so we got a text message from Kyle saying where are you (laughs) everyone's here and we're like what does that mean so then we got there and it was just amazingly packed because it was just boom all right you're in it there's people everywhere that that are here for this thing um we need to do something (laughs) and we had like we had two what three floors two three floors two two floors and it was just it it was packed completely packed it was what a way what a fucking that could have been the finish to our weekend like that's how good it was and that's how we started we started yeah and it it was just such a fucking guy it was great because it was such a high that we just kind of like coasted on that and still had really good times throughout the rest of the weekend yeah if, if you can ever go out and experience something start saving now go to a con Mm-hmm. bring your friends who love the stuff that you do and just like it, it it's it's such an amazing experience and i wouldn't have changed anything it was fantastic starting so, with the radiant black party 
So what this was, was if you read Radiant Black, um, you know, it takes place in Lockport, New York. That's where we were. It, uh, the bar that we were at where the meet and greet took place was actually in the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's train tracks and, different, and there's a theater that's all right there. You feel like you're in the comic book. That's all in the comic book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go there and we met. What it was, was it was a meet and greet with all of with Kyle Higgins writer uh, creator of radiant black but also the entire massiverse all of the uh creators most of them, the yeah. writers yeah mm-hmm. not all of them um but um a good a good portion of yeah. the creators of the the side stories like stories ryan, like uh ryan Parrott, the dead lucky melissa uh, flores eduardo ferragato artist on the series i mean a, mm-hmm. a ton of people it was it was yep. so cool. Oaks I mean, obviously, on, Michael Basudo, who edits and designs all the comics, uh, he, the whole event was great. But then getting to know all these people and all these creators and talk with them and hang out with them before and after was, was so much fun. A, a highlight of it. It was so great. I hope they feel the same way. How like how we felt with Wyatt, like hanging out with Wyatt. We're like, wow, <laughs> this is really going well. Like he's yeah. not weird, you know. Yeah, right? He's like a lot of fun. And like they meet us for the first time, and and hopefully their reaction was like, "Wow, these guys aren't just a bunch of asshole fanboys." You yeah, know, right. they're they're like they were people. they were all awesome. They were all yeah. really cool. But Ed, Eduardo Ferragato, er, Ferragato, he was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I loved hanging out with him. He's just we, such we, a great guy. We, yeah, we spent a lot of time with Eduardo, and he like, man, he's. If, uh... I think we could say this. If you're listening to this and you read Radiant Black, the back of issue 18 um, is going to have a little write-up on on the event that is done really well with some more photos. So take a look at that. That's going to be really cool. Yeah, and it it does a really – Michael wrote it, I believe. And uh, he did a really great job of like capturing the craziness of it all, how hectic it is, but then also just how like worth it. Right. Yeah. The whole experience is yep. God. So um, amazing. So then, then so then next day day but, two. Well not yet, but like we had mentioned earlier, also we're there and we run into uh Chris and Gina, who, you know, we know Christopher Wise from writing in emails all the time and and talking to them and them telling us that like we were the main reason they went. They weren't even going to see two E two. They live uh, you know, like five, six hours away, went to this event and we're driving back after the event. They like closed it down with us pretty much. Um, yeah, they were there until after 11 o'clock, yeah. I think. But getting yeah. to just like sit with them and chat Invincible like during this whole thing was a blast. It was, that was a ton of fun too. Gina, yeah, who's working her way through the new reader episodes right now. <laughs> it's just an amazing community, guys. Like we we have made so many friends some of which are really really close friends right now yeah. f- through the podcast and and because of invincible it's just it's so humbling and it's so fucking amazing it never it never is yeah. not surprising this and is it's, one of those ones where like after several years of not being able to go to cons and kind of not talking to just a wall but like you know it was nice to have that reminder of that it exists and it is a personal thing and there are people out there that do listen and and enjoy it and just getting to share those conversations with real people in person was just mm-hmm. crazy yeah and then there was c2e2 and then that was where we started <laughs> <laughs> so then we woke up drove into chicago got a new hotel room attached to the convention center which was a big deal we i mean bill and i had previously never done that tj you've had some experiences with that before but just having to 
being to able to be at our hotel and just walk to the show floor and back and forth and not have to drive, uh, park, figure out an Airbnb or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and staying multiple days so you can just kind of, oh, yeah, I'll be back later. On, I'll be back on Sunday or I'll be, you know, just having the comfort of just being able to do that made the whole weekend just feel so we did natural it in New York. and smooth. But, uh, but we stayed in Jersey. New York, so, we stayed in Jersey and, and we, we so walked we, so yeah, much to the bus. We walked <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that. So we, if we were at the con for the day, we were not going back midday. Mm-mm. We were there all for fucking If you needed day. something, it was in your bag or, or you don't have it like or in at, your pocket. Well, like Not our bags. It was in Ryan's bag because Ryan was like my was grandma. I this, was was like, I this? Do you need a granola bar <laughs> to cheer you up? <laughs> hey, well, you were the bag. You were the bag person on this uh, on this trip. That's true. So that's true. Um, um, so yeah, C2E2, uh, listen, what if it, you ever want to go to C2E2, don't even bother buying a badge because they didn't check. Just have a lanyard with like a weird ticket on it. Yeah, I'm kidding. They don't, yeah, they're kidding, but they didn't. I mean, they, we did. They, they we they, did. And, and I've been to yeah, C2E2 before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've been to C2E2 before and they didn't check that either. Yeah. <laughs> There's just this gigantic opening. And we've heard from people multiple people like, telling us that, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yet I want to risk that. Exactly. And, um, yeah. So C2E2, uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the fact that like this is a convention post-Invincible animated series? And that was made clear by, well, I guess the biggest thing was for the first time, apart from seeing Jen Drutchniak in Boston, like she's seven, six years ago or so, um, dressed as a bloody Invincible, we got to see Invincible cosplay. Mm-hmm. Nope, that was eight years ago, right? That was eight years ago? It was 2014. Ago? 2014. So we saw Boston. We haven't been doing we the podcast saw eight years. One, oh, oh, maybe. Uh, oh, we years. went to Boston two times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, okay, two times, two times, two times. <laughs> so yeah, we um, saw at least four Omni Man. Got a picture with three of them and two Invincibles. Got a picture with one of them, Jen. Mm-hmm. So not pictured is an Omni Man that I saw going down the escalator, and I shouted yeah. out to him. Uh, and we then, met um, Bill. Right? Is that Bill, his name? Yeah. Bill yeah, so he he's on Instagram and Twitter, and you mm-hmm. you can see his um his cosplays. He's met Otley a bunch. Otley knows him. He's done he's, cons with his he's sons. Like the yeah. Nolan yeah. cosplay. The Nolan, yeah. So yeah. getting getting to know him and getting to talk to him, guys. I can't I can't stop stressing enough how fucking surreal it was. How many times did we say, "Are is this a simulation? Are we in Dude. the Matrix?" Because like it just kept getting better and better. And just hearing about like his wife's name is fucking Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she helps make his costume. Yeah. Like it was perfect. His sons dress so up awesome. as as yeah. Mark and Oliver. Invincible, yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the things that was one of those like holy shit moments for me was talking to Bill because we were standing there chatting for a while, and then like every minute or two, somebody would walk up and ask to take a picture with him. Yeah, so and we so, didn't see we didn't see a thousand Omni Man cosplays. But we saw literally if we would have stayed there and talked for an hour, we would have saw we would have seen a hundred people be like, holy shit, can I take yeah. a picture with you? Yeah, it was that constant. Every 30 seconds. Someone and it's come not be an like, oh easy my God. cosplay either. You know what I mean? So that's I think not that his. factors into, the, you know, why you don't great. see too many. Of them. And the same the yeah. same thing happened with Jen. I mean, they were dressed up as as uh, Invincible and Omni Man. And we were trying to talk to them. And then just every two seconds, every mm-hmm. two seconds. Can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? Totally amazing, and, though. And they're totally they're so like, I mean, they they cosplay all the time, and they're awesome at it. Like literally, what was the character? I'm, I'm not her, familiar her with cloud? it. Cloud. 
the Holy day before shit, she did Kingdom, like I, Kingdom Hearts. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with the character. Don't play the game or anything. It was ridiculously it was. good. It was so good. It was frustratingly um, good. It's yeah, like, it was. It looked, do do it looked how do you do perfect. this? Perfect. It was perfect. So yeah, they they do this like they're they're extremely good at it. But they had all the poses mm-hmm. already planned out for it for pictures and stuff, and they just they killed it. But yeah, every two seconds, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? It was awesome. That, but you know what, guys? Like that's that's what it's about. And and after like getting to know some people who do cosplays, like they love that shit, and they they do it for that reason. You know, mm-hmm. like Jen. Like, just her talking about her shoulder piece that was, like, this foam metal studded, like, clouds shoulder piece. Yeah. How she was up at, like, 4 a.m. working on that shit, like, trying to get it to, like, stay or something like that. Like, they, she and everybody else, I'm sure, put so much work and effort into that. And it's just, it's such a fun, yeah, it's such a fun thing. Yeah. And, of course, just absolutely a, a blast to talk to and chat with and everything. We could have been there all day just talking, so. um. And then th- there was another Omni-Man that we ran into, never heard of the podcast, hasn't read the comics, gave him a sticker, told him about the podcast, and it was, went on our way. Just, like, just, just an Omni-Man. Just an yeah. Omni-Man walking around a convention that, you know, hadn't read the comics. And that's a thing. That's a thing now. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But it wasn't to the point where it was like, it was it was great. It was a good thing. It wasn't like, okay, this has become too mainstream. There was never that feeling or anything like that. We had seen a couple of things... Um, was there a couple pieces of artwork? You know, we would see behind artists' tables. There would be some prints of Invincible. Um, you know, we got a couple of them. I know there was one really awesome one of uh, the close-up of Invincible's eye with the goggle yeah. with the Omni-Man in the reflection. Um, yeah, before, did you know? Before, sorry, before we, before we got too far, I just want to call this out because I think it deserves it. If you want to know what we're talking about, uh, go on Instagram and go to JD, JMD Groovy. And follow Jen so you can see uh, the Invincible and the Omni-Man, how great they were. And the Cloud, too. Mm-hmm. Just want to call that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Seeing prints behind artist tables. Seeing a little bit more Invincible uh, love at, at the convention. Um, obviously, not much as far as floppy issues in boxes. Back in the day, you'd be able to find several issues in there. Now it was damn invincible Iron Man. Few and yeah. Now it was few and far between and what you did find was very expensive. Um yeah. Yeah. TJ, we got to see Ryan Otley. We did. One of the first so, tables we went to. Yeah. Uh I mean, he was so busy. I mean, which is great to see like there were people when he when when he came up to do a signing, there were people that were all the way down the aisle and then, you know, around the corner. It was it was nuts, which is awesome because people are getting into Invincible and it's just the the it's growing and growing. So yeah, we all got something from from Otley That's this right. time, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So um Bill, you wanna talk about what you got? So I got a commission, um, a headshot of Immortan Joe from um Mad Max Fury Road which is just fucking outstanding and uh, I love it and I'm going to cherish it for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I couldn't be happier. I, I was thinking of like who I could get, uh, um, you know, Ollie, I didn't know if I wanted to get a, a hero or something like that. So I wanted to think outside the box and have him do something that like a character that I've never really seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out great. So yeah. Ryan, you got, you got something too. Yeah. Since, uh, my first real combo convention in 2014, um, I was not able to spend a lot of money, but I wanted to get to some artwork. And um, 
so I started doing sketch cards and I've, I've talked about them on the podcast in the past and everything like that. And so since then I've been doing sketch cards from various artists, all of Invincible. And, um, I had never gotten one from Ryan Otley because the only t- two times I had been able to get something from him. The first was I wanted him to draw my favorite character, Cyclops, um, and did that in 2014. Um, you don't even want to know what that cost. Um, and then in because it was so cheap <laughs> or the page from conquest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, seriously. Uh, and then the second time we saw him in Toronto when we recorded with him on one of our early episodes, um, I got the logo for this very podcast. Um, so since then I haven't gotten a chance to see him and get something from him. Uh, and so this time I finally got to add him to my sketch card collection. So I do have a, a nice, uh, sketch card mm-hmm. of invincible for him, but mm-hmm. TJ, You've been doing something. Yeah. So this is something that I've been working on for years. Since and I haven't talked right? to, No, no, no. no sorry. Like 2017, 2018. Yeah, that's right. 20, yeah. yeah. So I haven't talked about it on Twitter. haven't talked about it online. I didn't want to, you know, really reveal it until it was done. Uh, but I've been working on a, um, or ri- rather Ryan Otley has been working <laughs> on a jam piece um, for me. So I had the idea of doing... Um, zombie invincible characters and every time i would see him i would have him add a new character to an 11 by 17 uh piece so, so the first time you saw him he kind the of first time out, i saw right? him he, he the first well the first time i saw him i told him my idea and he was like he's like just me and i'm like <laughs> yeah it's just gonna be you i'm gonna have you add it's a not really every time. He's a like, jam piece it's more of a very big commission that i'm going to pay you over the course of several right. years to complete exactly <laughs> exactly and then he did uh invincible um you know a little off center um and then just kind of drew circles on where the other characters would be and then i saw him um like a, a year later at i think new york uh, and then he did a conquest for me and then he started mapping out a little more detail in the background, but not much, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, you could start seeing like where people were going to be. And then I saw him um, again, I think at, at C2E2, he did an Om- the Omni-Man for me. Um, so at, at C2E2 this time, uh, I got my Thrag done mm-hmm. um, and he and Thrag, uh, I'll, 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 I'll get into it later, but um he did thrag and then like he still had openings on his commissions and I was like, Oh, should I, should I get another one? And I, I did. Yeah. So I got, um, angstrom. Yeah. And should I, so you could, you could skip ahead cause we're talking about it now. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll skip ahead. So after C2E2 was done, everything, after everything was, was over, uh, I ended up going to fan expo Canada, which Otley wasn't even planning on going to. It's funny. He told us at C2E2, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm not going to, to fan expo. He and was then like, like oh, two really days should, later, he's yeah, like, I really should. That's later, a good convention, right? He changed yeah. his mind. Yeah. <laughs> so he changed his mind like two days after uh, C2E2 decided to go. So I'm like, shit, I got to go get the piece done. I only had one character left. It. Yeah, it would be it would be done. So um, I went to Fan Expo Canada and I met him there and he finished it for me. And I'm going to I'll post a picture. You don't have to yeah, show he'll, the camera. He'll just, yeah, he'll post. Oh, it'll, it'll, I, it'll just be right here. I mean, you can still hold it up, but I'm still going to post gonna it. I'm still going to hold it up. That's fine. But oh god, put it in it, something. I, is oh, it I'll in just, something? I just took it out of something. Okay, thank I you. Just took it out. <laughs> it's um, so crazy. But it's so insane. I mean, it's re- the level of detail in this. Like I thought what I was going to say before was no, people can see it. I'll put a bigger version of it. That's going to be <laughs> uh, tiny. TJ, that's going to be this big. It's okay. 
<laughs> but you're you're put. I mean, you got to zoom in then. All right, so people will know yeah. what I'm talking about. The <laughs> level of the level of detail in Conquest face, I think, is yeah. ridiculous. Omni Man's face is ridiculous. Thrag, I was the least excited for, and he's like front and center with his eyeball popping out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Like, I literally, I have so much original art. I've always been fascinated by original art that the the talent and the hard work that that artists put in that the ability to like have like picture something in their mind and be able to just <laughs> throw it on a piece of paper is insane to me and that's Quickly why I love yeah, it, it's, yeah yeah exactly and it, that, that's always blown me away and that's why I love original art so much I feel like I kind of have lost some motivation in collecting original because art of- because like where do I go from here? Like, yeah. this is the coolest thing. Like, I think you, uh, I think you've reached the end of your journey, TJ. Oh man. At, like, at least, at least for now. Cause that thing, at least for now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, it, I mean, artists like Ryan Otley, especially as big as he is now, you don't get pieces like this no. from artists like that anymore. No. So yeah, I'm super lucky. And if you do, um, it's something like what you did and it's going to take years and a lot of money. Yeah. So I, I saw Otley in, uh, in Toronto and one of his, What's funny is he was doing commissions. Careful, I, TJ. It's in the thing. It's in the. All right. All right. <laughs> um, he was doing commissions and I went to go pick it up. Uh, and I had already talked to Atli at, uh, at uh, Fan Expo before this so when I when I dropped it off to him. So I went to go pick it up and the woman, he, Atli was busy like signing comics, right? And was looking down, didn't look up. So I walked up and the one of the workers like behind him was like, Oh, are you like, are you here? Did you want to like get a comic book? And I was like, no, I'm picking something up. And she's like, Oh, what were you picking up? And at least still like looking down. I was like, Oh, a jam piece that he's doing for me. And then he looked up and he's like, Oh, Hey TJ. Yeah. I got it right here for you. Right. And she goes, Oh yeah. You're just picking up like a commission. And I was like, yeah. And then he pulled it out and he like showed it and <laughs> showed it to me. And the woman goes, Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to seeing something like that. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, and he, I was like freaking out because I I couldn't believe like this this last time was the the time that he put all the red all over it, all the yes, blood over it. Yeah. So he there was no blood on it prior prior to that. So he put the blood on it. He added red to you know Omni Man and and Thrag's uh, costume. Alan. So uh, and Alan, yep, um, Alan was the last person he did. But it was funny. Yeah, so we we joked around about uh, one of the other workers that's I guess good friends with Otley was like. Um, we were. T- I, ha- I had to take a picture with him, like in front of his standee, yeah, yeah. and uh, I guess they had been talking about how Otley is like really proud of his Rolex watch. And the guy was like, "Yeah, he's like, make sure you get the Rolex in the shop. Make sure you get the Rolex." Otley like put his put his Rolex up, and then the guy was like, "Yeah, he, he uh, TJ probably paid for that Rolex Rolex by by getting that out." Like, oh, probably. Um, yeah, that's but, great. Uh, it was, it was, it's so worth it. And like I said, you don't see pieces like this before and it, mm-hmm. which was cool. Another thing too, was like me and, uh, another friend that we met through the podcast, um, that I went with, uh, Mike Carter, mm-hmm. we, we, after the con was done and over with, we went out to eat. Um, and then I was waiting outside for Mike, for, for Mike to come out and I was out there and a guy walked by and saw me with it and he goes, um, he's like, Oh, are you the guy that's been working on that with, with Otley? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he's like, that's amazing, dude. It's so sick. And I was like, how did you know about it? Because I haven't posted anything about yeah. it. I haven't none, nothing. And he's like, he's like, Oh, well, I'm the guy that I work for whatnot. And I do all of Ryan Otley's live streams with oh, him. Oh, no way. And he said earlier today, I was on a live stream, uh, with Otley and he, um, 
he just randomly was like, you guys want to see something cool? No and way. pulled out my commission and showed everybody. <laughs> and then this and then this guy was randomly walking down the street and just saw me sitting with it. So I thought That's that was kind so of funny. Cool. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was a fucking blast. And like I, I'm completely elated by this. Like it's yeah. like the coolest thing. I can't that's stop great. talking about Congratulations. it. Congratulations, <laughs> that's that's a lot. That's crazy. Yep. So, so while on the topic of Ali, um, we we spent a lot of time at his table and and his booth, like going and checking and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, on so the we'd, second we'd day, like walk by every now yeah, and then, say, on the "Hey, how's day, it going?" Well, you know. Well, catch how, up. I mean, how much of a how big of a fan of like Wolfman would you say? that we are, you know, or that pretty, I am pretty big, pretty yeah, big. Like, I mean, Wolfman uh, is up there it for is. me. I think that, I think that it is highly underrated. I think that it is one of my favorite things ever. I think um, it's the best side story. They're all great, but mm-hmm. I think for me, Wolfman is my favorite side story of invincible. Out yeah. of everything. And I think that it's again, saying that it's a side story, doesn't really do it justice. It's its own thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But so. it's in the invincible universe. And, and so like, you know, mm-hmm. so anyway, so, so we go up and we're talking to Otley and there's this guy, there's this tall guy standing, standing next, next to Otley and we're talking to Otley and, 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 and Ryan Otley goes, Oh, Hey, do you guys know Jason Howard? And, <laughs> and, and, and I, I don't guys, I don't mean to offend anybody who listens to this podcast. I don't mean to offend Ryan Otley. I don't mean to to offend Robert Kirkman. I fanboyed so hard. (laughs) I have, I have, I think we all freaked out. We all did. Even when I met Robert Kirkman for the first time, I did not act like this. And I feel like I was more because you were prepared and you knew you were about to meet him to be thrown on the spot to one of your favorite artists. Like guys, holy fuck. (laughs) Jason Howard was just stand, just hanging out. He's like, oh yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, you know, Ryan said I should come and hang out at his booth for for a day or whatever, and and like we just, you know, bent his ear and and, like, and talked to him for like, yeah, we were talking about all uh, uh, some of his books and all this other stuff and like Wolfman and how much we love it, and we're like, can we please give you money? Like, please, can yeah, we, can I, we please? How much? I was like, please, can, I, I will. I I I know we'll that you're buy here anything. for fun. <laughs> I, I, can you please just would you do would you do a commission? And he was like, yeah, and yeah, not sure. a problem. And and then he's just like, I just got to borrow some paper from from Ryan, and I'm like, oh fuck! So it's going to be like eight hundred dollars for just the paper alone. <laughs> Ryan's paper costs more. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, he was so amazing, and he was, he was and awesome. he like how annoying to be there and then have guys Three go, guys. oh my god, we can start yeah. working. And, it was um, cool though because we did now now side side tangent, we were still helping Kyle with stuff every now and then like getting you know getting things picking things up if he needed something for his booth and Kyle was on the other wall like you can reach they through they were back to back yeah they yeah, were back they to back also, at the convention and he was also swamped and he was the swamped. Time too. so he had and then obviously obviously he had all the other massiverse creators in his row so who we had all gotten to know so we were able to just like put stuff behind their table stand behind their table so it got to the point where we we're just talking to Jason Howard behind the table like just hanging out with him and I, I think it reached the point after we had like walked away and caught our breath and then came back to later check on the commissions he was doing for us that we like started talking to him more and i think he like he he didn't think we were weirdos is what i'm getting at and it became yeah. a lot more comfortable and like he more was talking friendly. to us about some really cool stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. um you know it yeah. was it was really great we so, talked all wolfman and everything that he's doing we yeah, each, so and i think we that was the thing he, he he found out pretty quickly or you know eventually that we're not just invincible fanboys. Like we legit love Astounding Wolfman. 
like yeah. and his art and everything and, and and some of his other work and so i think once that became clear i was like oh yeah yeah these guys okay yeah no they really get it um mm-hmm. so it was great i got to add obviously not only knock out ryan otley but get a jason howard invincible for my sketch cards which is way more than i would have ever expected and then you guys it each was, got something what what if, how could how could it was a simulation guys how could we have been having such an amazing fucking right? time and then Jason Howard falls into our lap. And we're, and, and <laughs> oh, guys, you guys know Jason Howard, right? Oh, yeah, oh, you know Jason Howard? And we all just were like, like comically, like didn't even know like how to react. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, uh, uh. Yep. Um, yeah, so we each got something from Jason Howard. Fucking amazing guy. Um, we went and we found Astounding Wolfman comics mm-hmm. to then get signed by Jason Howard as well. Um yeah, what uh, that was such a fun like, whew, man, that was that was day two, and then day that three. Day well, what day I three mean, was? We was, were we wanted to stop into the convention, pick up a couple things, and uh, head out. That was also when uh, we got to yeah. see Jen. Jen was uh, mm-hmm. doing day three Sunday, uh, dressed up as Invincible, and um, her, her her friend was doing um, Omni Man. So Bill, you got to do action shots and video with them and hang out and like, you know, we got to pick up some of our last minute commissions and then we wanted to get on the road early enough to not be home too late. Um, so like there was never a lull. There was never a point where, I mean, you know, obviously the nights we got to go out for dinner, hang out, you know, hang out with White Lane some more. And we went and got frozen yogurt or tried to get frozen yogurt with the entire Massiverse. Yeah. Walking around the Massiverse. uh, White Castle. Eduardo Ferragato is just one of the best people. Um, we, so cool. we just had a blast all around. Yeah, um, I got, I mean, we got some other stuff too. I had, I had Eduardo. We, we were, we went out to lunch the first day. Um, I think it was the first day. Wasn't it the first day first, when we were in Lockport? Yeah. Like first yeah. Thursday. In Lockport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went, went out to lunch, um, with Kyle, um, Eduardo. I think Michael was there. Mm-hmm. Kelly. Uh, Kelly was mm-hmm. there. Um, a lot of Australians showed up out of nowhere. They just came. They just came to fucking C two East in yeah. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but me and Eduardo, we shared this this um, love of like horror movies and Alien, especially. So uh, at the con, Eduardo had a table next to Kyle, and I asked him to do a Xenomorph for me, and he did. It was so awesome. It was the first thing that I got from yeah. the con, and it like. Yeah. Guys, I was just enamored by it, and yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, he puts a way more detail. He's like, "You want some it. blood on it?" And and I don't want to butcher his accent because I think that it's amazing because he's Brazilian. Um, and and I was like, "Yeah, you can put some blood on it, like maybe on on the xenomorph's mouth." And he's like, "I have he's an like, idea," but he's like, "But they don't really bleed red. They they it's acid blood. It's green." So, so he's like, "So it has, so has to be someone else. It has to be blood. someone else's blood." He's like, "I got it. I got it." Yeah. <laughs> So I didn't see I didn't see it, and then TJ, you and Ryan, you had seen what how yeah. what he was working on. You're like, dude, make, make sure to send me a picture. I'll 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 put it in okay. the episode here. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's amazing. It's a yeah, xenomorph like tearing a, a colonial marine just apart, yeah. and it's I I love it. Every every I spent so much money. I bought like the vendors were all awesome. Yeah, yeah, and then I ended up getting a I had to get an invincible from him as well. Yeah, which he killed too. And and. Since issue 10 of Radiant Black, where it's a all blacklight issue, Kyle's been doing blacklight remarks. So he's gotten really good at that. And so yeah. I'm excited for I've got some uh, a couple key issues that were done in blacklight and signed and have been sent off to CGC. I can't wait to see those. Bill, you haven't even seen them um, because Eduardo was actually the one that 
accented that one in Blacklight Marker, and it looks and incredible. It, it looks ridiculous. incredible. It's ridiculous. Um, but they immediately left my hands and went into the system for CGC, and I have no idea where they are or whose name they're attached to or anything about them, so hopefully they get back to me. Um, but that was a ton of fun, but yeah. Um, but that's it. I mean, then we drove back, um, tried to come down from that high, and then, you know, a week or so went by, and TJ went to Toronto, finished up his Ryan Otley commission, Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are, excited for the next time we can do this, which will most likely, hopefully, all things being, you know, whatever, it's going to be San Diego next year. And It'll be our first time in San Diego. And I say that, like, I'm done for a while and uh, in getting original art, but going to San Diego, like, I'm getting, I mean, there's going to be some artists there, I yeah. imagine. So. Mm-hmm. I think San Diego is going to be a whole other kind of experience. It's going to be insane. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot different. It is. But so be crazy. Again, but it's yeah, going to be again, different. If, if you guys have ever been doubtful, I remember, I mean, TJ, you've tried, you've, Bill, you got to go to a con. You have to come. You have to go. Like, and, you know, I, we went to New York City Comic Con and stuff like that. And but we had man. a whole episode about that. We had a blast. It was yeah. incredible getting to uh, meet Robert Kirkman and chat with him a bit and everything. And right. it was it was really great. We had an awesome time there. This was just another level. This was yeah, just so much. It was that moment of getting to meet Ro- Robert Kirkman spread out over three days. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. It was amazing. It was amazing. Four it was days. amazing. Um, so that does it for the main topic. Uh, you guys want to give any shout outs to anything that you guys have been into lately before we wrap up this episode? Any video games, movies, comics, TV shows, um, music? Mm-hmm. What is something that you've been into? So I saw <laughs> Top Gun for mm-hmm. the first time and it was Where good. Ryan and I already saw it prior. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. just a solid movie. We talked about it off air a yeah. bit. It's just, just a well-made, enjoyable, like movie theater like movie classic cinema experience yeah. where it's just a movie you yeah. know what i mean and all the the the, the words or all the sense of the word that it's just just a blast it was that's just a, really good it was just a ride yeah, that's, that's yeah that's, like a, that's that's a great way to describe it it's that's not some gonna... of our favorite movies where we come out yeah. of it like you know the the star trek reboot or um blade runner 2049 or movies that are or mission impossible fallout mission where you impossible, walk out yeah. and you're like that was a ride we just like yeah, like you check your you're, pulse. And yeah, you're just, not yeah. thinking about like, you know, well, this and this. Oh, that was really bad. And that part of the CG there, or the mm-hmm. acting was a little like you just come out of it like that was solid. solid popcorn. Movie. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. And, and and that's not saying that it's bad. It's It was no. really, really, it really good. It knew what it was. Good. And it was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, unashamed, just a blast. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, my. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Game of Thrones uh, started back up. Are you guys watching that at all? Or? I haven't watched it no. yet. Not yet. I've got a couple episodes. It's good. Binge. It's yeah. doing this really cool thing, and this isn't spoiling it. It's spo- spoiling anything. And I think that it's a fun format um, where it's jumping ahead each episode quite a bit of time. Really? Like months. Like the first episode, and then the second episode is like seven months later, and then the next episode, episode three, is like fucking almost a year later. It has oh, that's to be interesting because like the whole thing with this episode is that it takes place many many years ago 200 and something almost 300 years yeah so at this rate are they trying to cover a lot of time to get a little bit more current? i don't think they're necessarily i feel like it's gonna start to slow down okay at, with the time jumps i think that they just had to they had put to pieces in some place origin in there without yeah it being i did a, i did see yeah. an article and i didn't click on it so it could be bullshit but i did see a something that it was titled um game of thrones or what whatever the the name of the new show is um, that it Possible already, bro- 
House of the Dragon already broke the Game of Thrones timeline. Hmm. So hopefully it's still within continuity. Um, I think that they I would know. be aware of that. I don't know. Again, yeah. we'll see. I'm excited to check uh, it out, though, that and Lord of the Rings. Like, I'm not as much as I'm really excited for Lord of the Rings. I just feel like I have a lot of media on my plate right now. And I just don't want to burn out on that stuff, especially as I'm leading uh-huh. into a very busy time period at work with Harvest. So I'm taking it as as, as we go. She-Hulk has been a ton of fun. Like, I actually oh, yeah, really She-Hulk. enjoyed the first two episodes. I, I want more. After every episode, I'm, like, really wanting more. It is the most, like, blatantly MCU thing. Like, this is not, like, you know, like, yeah, we get things like Moon Knight or something where it's like, yeah, it's it's MCU, but you don't really, it doesn't mention anything. It doesn't need to be. It, it just kind of mm-hmm. is. And then you get things like Miss Marvel or, or something else where it's like, yeah, it, it, you know, they reference things here and there. Like there's a couple things, you know, you got your Avengers con and they say, oh, Ant-Man in, in this and that. And then you got this, which is like for the people that want the little things like there is so much MCU references and jokes. And they're like, just like, boom, boom. You had a question about yeah. what he, that character is doing. Here's what that character is doing. You, you always mm-hmm. the fans always joked about this. We're going to reference that like and in a fun way that doesn't feel like like it's a like it's um like pandering. a yeah it's not just pandering yeah. and it's not just like a web video or whatever that they're going to make to slap on a dvd as a bonus material like it feels genuine and it's yeah. a ton of fun i've, the, I've the really fourth been wall, it. the fourth wall breaking which i didn't even know was going to be a thing in the show mm-hmm. is done in a way that's not it's like barely there yeah i'm and, a little shocked and, with that that feels when a little it is, because it, I, I think it works. No, it does. I just I knew that was coming because apparently she does it in the comics. She did it mm-hmm. before Deadpool, I believe. Um, but they're doing it so rarely now, and I can't quite get a read on when and why they do it and whether or not it's supposed to be. They're supposed to. Anyways, I'm not too sure about it. But mm-hmm. when a show like Fleabag knocks it out of the park when it comes to that, um, it's hard not to compare. Yeah. Um, also, I think I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a conversation that she has with Bosley. That's his name, right? Bosley, the the abomination. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's not Bosley. But it's 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 not Bosley. But anyway, uh, anyways, go ahead. Anyways, with him, and <laughs> it was so, dude, it's so good. Spot on. It was so spot on with how how contradictory like these movies are with wait a minute if that hero did what he did and i did what i did and i'm in jail and he's not like how is that totally fair and you're and and i me and liz literally stopped and looked at each other and we're like holy shit yeah wow that makes a lot of sense yeah really enjoying it it's a ton of fun can't wait to watch really good really good my favorite thing probably that i've seen this month is a show called the bear which I think, Ryan, you finished it, right? Yep. Uh, I thought it was awesome. And it's something that you can binge in like two sittings. It is worth and it. Don't do it. It is incredible. Don't, don't it is worth it for sittings. the last two episodes. No, I did it in two sittings. And I think it all, like, I'm not a. I did it in three, I think, with Katie. Yeah. Glutton, and, and both there of are, you are gluttons for punishment. Dude, That's, there it's are, hard to watch. There are <laughs> things in the show, like, there's something so small in the second episode that you don't think is going to come back, but it comes back in such a big way in the finale that if you watch it like in, in like long, um, long times in between, like a couple, yeah. like one episode, every couple of days, you're going to miss things like that. So I almost it recommend was, I liked watching it. I liked it, quicker. it. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought it was it really intense it's, though. There was, there was definitely a moment where after a certain episode, 
Katie and I didn't want to watch another, but we're like, we have to. We literally have to. I was getting yeah, tired, and now I'm standing up. That's like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just it's 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 like running a marathon, and yeah. then what, and then hitting play and running another marathon. It's yeah. like you you. There's no kind of down in the, in yeah. it, which it's. I think it's it's an amazing show. It really is. I, I think we have like maybe two episodes left. Mm-hmm. So um, comic wise, uh, Eight Billion Genies is still incredible. That's one of my favorite oh, new comics. Ryan, it's dude, so good, right? man. It's well, so we, good. we talked about the last issue, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, so fucking good. It's so smart. I can't wait to keep reading that. I mean, it is I, so I, smart. You're like, where is this going to go? It could, it could, and then it just like, I feel like now it just like got to now we kind of know what this is. Yeah, um, exactly. I know Amazon picked it up, and it could be one of those things where, oh yeah, this this story got picked up because it's good. But I can't. I really hope they do do this in live action. I think that could be a ton of fun. Um, not yeah. not saying that it's not a complete or well done product as it is but it's just because it's so good i'm really curious yeah. to see how they uh interpret it yeah uh batman beyond the white knight still reading that from mm-hmm. sean gordon murphy um started the red hood spinoff oh yeah which is very good nice so, that took place yeah. beforehand right that's already complete no it's it's issue oh, one just ongoing came, or, or issue, ongoing? it's on issue two. Oh wow it's on okay, issue two cool. right now yeah yeah. Nice. Um, I played and beat Stray, which was a quick uh, game nice. about a cat in uh, in uh, futuristic post apocalyptic post apocalyptic kind of world. Yeah. Um, the Elvis movie really surprised me. Was not expecting it to be that good. Really, it was awesome. It's really like. Is it very Baz Luhrmann? It's not very Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann, but you can definitely tell it's him. Okay. For What's sure. Baz but Luhrmann? Um, Moulin Great Rouge Gatsby. and Great Gatsby. Yeah. He did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yep. No shit. Oh yeah. He's that's wow. like really, that's like, really good. That's like seventy five percent of the reason I want to see it. Yeah. Is his yeah. is his pizzazz on it? Because I would watch it. The right trailer now. had his pizzazz. It is. I didn't. But think you so. hate Gatsby. Really? Great Gatsby is atrocious, but Moulin Rouge it's such a good is movie. Amazing, dude. Oh, fuck you! You don't know anything what? about anything yeah. ever in life. Great Gatsby, it's so boring. It's speaking so boring. Speaking of video oh, games, so I actually good. started. How boring Leo DiCaprio is! Uh, so spe- boring. Speaking of video games, oh, I started. You guys my, friends? Do you my... call him Leo? <laughs> you best friends? Is he there with you? Ryan's trying to get us back on track here. It's, right. it's very hot in this rhino. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, I started replaying God of War from 2018, the reboot of that, or the, I guess, whatever, continuation in a way. Um, wasn't sure, because when I played it the first time, and we talked about it on this show, because we were doing the podcast back then, and begging TJ to play it, um, after beating it, I was like, this is now my favorite game of all time. And after not which playing it, play. which he did end up playing, um, after not playing it for four years, I was like, I really wonder how this holds up, if it's still my favorite game, if I was just high on it at the time. After like an hour of playing it, I'm like, this is a perfect game. This is a masterpiece. It is still my favorite game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to finish this playthrough um, so that I'm ready to go for when the sequel comes out later this year. Can't wait. Yeah. Once it's on sale again, uh, I'm absolutely going to get it from my Steam Deck because I think it's going to be really fun. It's a really fun experience. PlayStation right now. If you have PlayStation Plus, you have it. I mean, I have it anyways. Oh, but I would absolutely buy it again. You just want to play it on I, Steam Deck. I, yeah, I just yeah. want to buy it on. I'm yeah. playing on my Steam Deck. I am playing Spider-Man. Um, nice. on my deck, and it is awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's fun to play again. Nice. I've been. I, I want to replay that. I'm going to replay that once we get a little closer to the sequel. I think it's really hard to yeah. um, go back to that after playing Miles Morales because Miles Morales it's, and we've talked about this. I think it's been so long since I played it, Miles that I think I'll be okay. 
I don't know, man. You're because yeah. like the the even the swinging mechanics feels huh. better in Miles, yeah. and he's a little bit more like flamboyant and kind of fun with his swinging and whereas peter just really has like stiff. the same the same two or three animations over and mm. over again um but it's fun to go back to it yeah cool bill have you watched or finished barry no dude i i watched the first two episodes and then we just fell off because something yeah. happened my, i don't know my my opinion on Barry. so you've always loved barry much more than me love it um i and I like it, but I just feel like each season, for me anyways, my opinion of it is that each season is okay, it's mediocre until the finale, and then each finale is just fucking insane. And that's kind of how I felt about the, the third season as well. The whole season is is okay. The fucking finale, though. Like, you really just watch this show to get to the end of the season, and they always crush it, and I just want to talk about it. So you, I, I, I mean, you, you love I the whole show. I didn't see whole, spoilers. So you'll, but you'll probably enjoy it much more than me. I didn't see spoilers, but I remember the internet blowing up about the finale. Like, it's, Really? It's, oh, I, it's crazy. I didn't. I haven't seen anything about really? Barry. Yeah. Nothing. While it, while it was – and I feel like maybe that's why Pretty I Pretty sure why of, I watched it and you loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I Another movie – that was a huge surprise. Um, Bill is prey was awesome. Oh, man. Ryan, did you watch it? I watched it. Oh, no. Did you shit. like it? Yeah, it was great. It was like badass. It wasn't it was like great. scary. It's it, no, I feel yeah. like predator has never been scary. No, those aren't, but, uh, those aren't horror movies to me. They're right. For sure. Action Same. movies. Yeah. But yeah, was, it was so good. There, there are so moments. Good. It is such a good movie that, at it ch- your your perspective changes. You're like, I want the predator to win. Stop hurting him. I think he's a really great character. And you're like, I obviously want her to win. Like it it did a really great job of just making you love the predator. Oh, oh my god, little things, little things about his cloaking technology. How when it would come back on, it would like pop into place like sporadically. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just a really smooth yeah. kind of technology. Like it was, you know, 300 years later. Oh, so smart! Yeah, I, there very was smart. A, it was. There was a fu- there was a fight scene that was long. It was a long fight scene, and it was all in one shot. Oh, I love it when that when they do that. Like it yeah. was so good. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. But it was it was one shot that didn't like track. Like it didn't like go kind of anywhere. It was kind of in one area, but the camera moved a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the um, action, pe- yeah. yeah, people coming in and out of the shot. And if yeah. you didn't, I I remember watching it, and I was like, was. Was that one shot? Like, did I? Because it's so good and it's, it was so awesomely choreographed that you weren't thinking about the fact you're like, wow, this is a one shot take. Like, it was after the fact when I breathed, huh. I was like, oh, that was one shot. Did you not know that, Ryan? I have a guess, but maybe, maybe I didn't. It's when catch she, it. it's when she goes. She to goes the into camp. the camp and she starts taking out Americans. all the Frenchmen. Oh the yeah, Frenchmen. yeah, yeah. No, I think or I did Frenchmen. miss it. Yeah. Uh, and then I started uh, watching Paper Girls. Um, oh, I think yeah. I have two episodes left of that. How is so. it? I'm really excited I'm, to watch that. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Cool. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, right. you started it too, right? I think that it is starting to go down for me a little bit. I um, I'm not. I can agree. I so I watched. Um, There's a slump. Right, TJ. The episode where you're like something's gonna happen, and you're That's, like gonna be, and you're gonna be like, why is this still happening? And I was like, yeah. this is what TJ was talking yes. about. Like okay. it's like 20 fucking minutes long. Like yeah. why are we still talking about? I was this? Te- I was telling Bill that there. 
it's great. It's awesome. And I, and I do, and I do really like it. Like I, I'm definitely, you know, finish it and, and I'm, I want it to be renewed and whatnot, but there is like one scene in each episode where it's like, why is this scene here? And then I think it's like the fourth episode where there's the, what Bill's talking about, where I was like, wait till you get to this one thing. It just keeps going and it's so out of nowhere. But, really? um, but other than that, like it, it is great. And it's definitely, I, worth no, it. neither it's of you have read the comic, right? No. No, I would, I read the first one or two. And okay. that was it. I read yeah. four volumes. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see. Yeah. Four yeah. volumes? Yeah. Four yeah, trades. Yeah. I remember I you like yeah. month wow. to month. So I'm, like I'm excited to watch it. A couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. All right. That does it. Let's cut it off there. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been a fun little catch up. That was, that was not bad. I, don't, I think yeah. it's even all that short of an episode. Um, it was great to relive those moments and talk a little bit more about uh, the convention. We rambled a bit. Yeah, which was great. We haven't gotten a chance to do something like this in a while. Next month, we'll be back. Unless there's something major, um, we'll be doing another uh, uh, co-creator catalog episode. We'll put a poll up over on Twitter for y'all to vote on which one we should be talking about, which won't be Destroyer, but it'll still please, be cool. Can you please let me... I just I would really like to just beg on my knees it's been a long please, time please vote that. for destroyer we have. two or three episodes we have yeah i'm excited though i'm excited to uh, to jump back into one and uh that'll do it for us we'll see you all there thank you uh, again of course to wyatt lane for just being the best and creating this outro music as well as our intro music we're just being a cool guy just being a cool guy yeah all right thank you all for listening wait wait what, what was her name Ooh. i am uh what was the waitress's Samantha? name? Samantha? Suzanne? I have been... I think it was Samantha. Was, was it Samantha? Samantha? Rebecca? Br- we, had a, we, had a, no. we had a waitress that every time she came to the, to the table, she would say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm Bethany. I'm Bethany. And then she would walk away. And then yeah. she'd come back and bring our food. So, All right, uh, I'm, Beth- I'm Bethany. All right, if you need anything, I'm, I'm, shoot, what was that name? We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> it was a joke only one other person gets. All right. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.